Hey everyone, how are you? I hope your day is simply amazing. Today, we are diving into Steph's story, part two. So we're going to be talking about what I've been doing the last couple weeks. We are also going to be talking about why I made the podcast and diving a little bit deeper into that because I don't know that I've ever, I know I've shared my reason as to why every single podcast in the intro, as you guys know, um, but I don't think we've gone below surface level. So I wanted to do that. And then also a quick update on the career coaching as by popular request. (laughs) So (laughs) lots of things. Things, stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related. I tell you how it is, and we get right to the point. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis, and my background is in human resources, which is what I have my master's degree in. And my passion is really helping others, sharing my knowledge, and doing all of that so it can really help people make a positive impact in their lives. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. All right, let's get right into it. We got a lot to cover in my Steph story part two. So I'm going to start by sharing a little bit deeper reason as to why I make the podcast, why I help others with their career, why I do recruiting. Basically, the core purpose of what's behind all of the things that I do. So first, I want to help others make a positive impact in their life. I want to help people make those positive changes. And maybe it's just a baby step at this point in your life. And that step that I help you with, you go on to do amazing other things and really overall just helping people make a difference. And I think this is so important because the message that I want everyone to understand is you can be successful regardless of where you started, where you came from. You can have the job and the career you want, again, regardless of where you started, where you came from. And I'm a real life example of you can come from a very poor, very unconnected, and when I say unconnected, I mean in the corporate world, childhood and life and work your ass off and be that six-figure earner. For a little bit of context, right, we grew up, and when I say we, my family, super poor, like living in Section 8 housing and being a little kid, and I remember literally seeing my friends have milk come from like a carton, um, like a jug, right? Like a gallon of milk that you would buy at the store. And then my milk coming from a pitcher. So like, if you think of back in the day, (laughs) for those who are old enough to (laughs) to say that, if you would ever make Kool-Aid as a little kid, right? You would put the powder in and you would add water, you would stir it and stir it and stir it and boom, you have Kool-Aid, which is just oh my god, the worst sugary drink you can uh, down as a child. However, that is also how our milk was made. So it was literally powder, you would add water, and you would stir it, and that's milk, and it would come out of, you put it in the fridge, of course, and it was really, I don't know, I just remember as a little kid being like, that must mean if other people can just go to the store and buy their milk in a gallon, but we have to mix ours, like that must mean we're more broke than I thought we were. (laughs) Because my mom did a super, super good job of kind of, I don't want to say hiding it because it's not like she was trying to hide by any means our financial situation, but she just did a really good job of not letting us feel the pressure of not having like any money. I was going to say little money, but like literally almost no money, right? Which is amazing because she was a single mom and... I honestly don't know how she did it. She was amazing. But I say all that to say, 
when I grew up, I obviously went to school, went to college. I didn't have connections, right? I couldn't say, hey, mom or dad, go find me your C-level executive connections to hook me up with my first job. Like, none of that. I have student loans. My parents were unable to financially put me through college, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't hold any sort of negative feelings about that. It just, it is what it is, right? And again, I struggle this to say, I am a very strong believer that it doesn't matter if you come from a very poor background and you grow up and you work your ass off and you are the best at what you are doing, you can be successful. You can have the job you want. You can live a purposeful life and live out your dream job if you can work hard and stay consistent and really have that discipline to do so. And also on the flip side, you could come from a super wealthy, very rich family and have all those C-level connections and also have a really amazing career if you're also willing to work your ass off and have discipline and have consistency, probably a little bit easier. (laughs) And I laugh because I know uh, I have friends that have come from both backgrounds, right? I just want people to know, like, it doesn't matter where you're at now, where you came from, you can do it. Like anyone can do it. It's just literally a matter of hard work, discipline, consistency, perseverance. I mean, perseverance is probably at the top of the list. So anyway, a little bit more about me and my background and where I came from. And again, just a real life living example of someone who came from that background, has become a six-figure earner, and I don't necessarily feel the need to help others earn six figures unless that's what you're looking to do, right? If that's your goal. And if that's the goal that's going to help you live out your purpose and that you're going to be passionate about, and that will make you happy. Because I can guarantee you, if your only goal is to make six figures and you don't care whether or not it makes you happy, you will probably be miserable. It will not be worth it. And you will want to get out very quickly. So anyway, (laughs) the next thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, I have had several people reach out to me asking me to offer career coaching. So I am excited to share. It is here. And I'm super stoked to offer some insanely introductory pricing. And I have two different packages. So let me quickly tell you about that. And then I'll tell you what I've been doing the last two weeks on my own job search. Before I dive into the two different packages that we have, a few reasons you might want to consider working with a career coach. Maybe you're looking for a new job and you want some help or there's a current career challenge you need to work through, or you're looking for career clarity. Maybe you know something is next, but you really need to figure out what it is. Maybe you are going back to work after some time off and you really need some help. Maybe something just feels off and you have no idea where to start. From a career perspective, there are so many different aspects of our career. There could just be, hey Steph, I'm having a hard time just finding a job that feels like a good fit, whatever it might be. As we all know, there are several different personalities out there, right? So I have two different main packages from a career coaching perspective. The first option is going to be career coaching emails. So if you are not a person who wants to get on a phone call or a video call every week or every other week or whatever it might be once a month, like Steph, I need help just via email, this is the option for you. So the career coaching emails will have weekly emails to dive into issues, set goals, hold you accountable, etc. I'll also assign you weekly tasks and assignments to make sure that we can make progress together. And so from an introductory promotional pricing standpoint, it's going to be 200. They're also going to be three, six, and 12 month packages 
If you do a three-month package, you can save $50. Six-month package, uh, you'll save $125. And then a 12-month package, you'll save $200. And then as a second package, this is for the folks who want to talk it out, again, whether phone or on video, totally up to you. If you want to do like a Zoom video call or just a phone call, some people prefer video, other people are like, heck no. (laughs) Either way, it's totally up to you. We will have one hour calls every other week. And then on the weeks that we do not have calls, we are going to have email check-ins. So the calls and the emails are diving into, again, the issues. We're setting goals. We're holding you accountable, figuring out the roadblocks, etc. And then the same thing, right? We're going to have weekly tasks and assignments to make sure that you're making progress. And then introductory promotional pricing there, monthly 300 a month. Again, three, six, and 12 month packages. If you do three months, you can save $50. Six month package will save $150. The 12 month package will get one month free, saving $300. So if you are interested in working together, reach out to me. Let me know. You can head over to listen to careertalk.com to read everything I just shared with you. My email, steph at stephdennis13.com. You can find me on Instagram. So reach out, let me know what package you're thinking. We can go from there. I would love to help you out. All right. What have I been up to? Okay. So as we all know, (laughs) job searching is not easy because when we're searching for the right fit, it takes time. It takes diligence. It takes patience because let's be real. It can be freaking exhausting and frustrating at times. So the last time I recorded was Sunday the 17th. So we'll start with Monday the 18th. I literally just did job applications Monday the 18th. Tuesday the 19th, more job applications. I networked with a few more folks. I was recommended uh, that I check out the Bumble business app. I had a super amazing interview with Laura Garnett, who you're going to hear her episode the second week in January. And then I did probably about 10 or so, probably a couple more than that, but let's say roughly 10 Upwork proposals. So Upwork is a site you can use to get like short-term contracts or do like project-based work. And it's really interesting because I really love the idea of Upwork. However, I because I've been a contractor for, gosh, three, four years now, give or take-ish, meaning I'm not a full-time employee of the organizations that I work for. It's on a contract basis. Typically, there are three, six, nine, 12 months contracts. So with Upwork, very similar idea. Most of them are like three to six month contracts that I've seen are just like smaller businesses that need help with particular projects. What's really challenging though, is if you haven't been on Upwork before, it's like your profile doesn't have a positive history. And so it's hard to win some of the proposals. So I'm going to keep trying Upwork, but just as like general heads up, I really, really like the idea of it. I actually for like a hot minute, (laughs) hired a podcast editor from Upwork to help me edit podcasts. Long story short, I think he did maybe like a month's worth of podcast and then I took it back over. But if you're looking for a side gig or if you're looking for like a short-term contract, it's a really good website. Wednesday the 20th, so I did more applications and there was actually a couple interesting applications that asked me to do a Loom, L-O-O-M video. So I had to record a couple of videos and submit my link to the video as part of the application. So that was interesting. That was a new one for me. I, of course, have heard about like videos as part of the application process, but typically it's built into the application versus like the application saying, go to this third party website to do a video. So 
Thursday the 21st. Of course, more applications. I networked on LinkedIn. I researched some of the best agencies to reach out to because I don't know if you know this or not. If you're a contractor, oftentimes you are placed on your projects or your contracts through an agency, meaning a recruiting agency. I also discovered work, W-O-R-K, E, like Edward, W, like work, work, EW.com. So I created a profile on that website. I also joined some Facebook groups. I don't know if you guys have ever used Facebook groups as part of your job search, but Facebook has a really strong emphasis on community right now. And so there are groups that people have like recruiter jobs and remote work or, you know, whatever it might be. So that could be a good thing for you to do is like go into Facebook, type in software developer jobs or, you know, whatever it might be under the groups tab and join some of those groups. Of course, relevant to what you're looking for, right? (laughs) All right. The 22nd Friday, of course, more applications because (laughs) let's be real. If you're looking for new opportunities, that is where you spend a lot of your time. I did some more networking. I was introduced to three different people who hire remote recruiters. And of those three introductions, I set up two conversations. Sunday, the 24th, I did more applications. I also discovered a new app, ADIA. Idea. It definitely seems to be geared more towards like entry level type jobs, right? So, like customer service, front desk, things like that. But I checked that out. That was interesting. I set up another conversation for the following week because, again, this is Sunday. Monday, the 25th, again, theme of this applications. <laughs> did more networking. And then I had two phone interviews. And of those two, we decided mutually to move forward with one. Tuesday the 26th, more applications. I had a third phone interview. And then I reached out to a couple of the top recruiting agencies. Wednesday the 27th, applications. Oh, we have a theme. <laughs> 28th, Thursday, Thanksgiving. Did not do any job related anything. 29th, I signed up for flexjobs.com and they actually had a Black Friday coupon code. So I've never been a huge fan of websites that make the job seeker pay for a membership. However, because I'm looking specifically for 100% remote work, I did think, especially with the coupon code, <laughs> it was like two thirds off, it was like 67% or something, that it was worth it. And they, I actually really like it. So I tried this same website probably like a year and a half ago, and I think they were still kind of just getting their feet wet in the space, but they had a lot more opportunities. They had a lot more companies, and I like it because you can sort by the t- type of flexibility you want. So if you just want a flex schedule, you can search by that. If you want partial remote, you can search by that. And then of course your location, if you want hundred percent remote, you can filter by that. So they are filtering jobs based on, of course, like title and keywords, but also based on the flexibility that you need, which in my case is very, very helpful. And then 30th, Saturday applications. And then the first, oh my God, December 1st, what is happening to this year? <laughs> And again, more applications. <laughs> uh, so a common theme, right? This last two weeks, applications, networking, having conversations. And then real quick, I want to give you guys 10 points on staying focused during your job search. Someone actually asked me this on Instagram. So wanted to toss this in to this update as well. So really quick, number one, make sure you're super clear on what you want. One of the worst things we can do when we're looking for a new job is to leave a job, 
try and find what you consider a better job without truly digging deep into what you want, into what you need, into what's going to make you happy, what's going to fulfill your purpose, all those things, and then just going to another job that you don't like. It's a waste of time. It's discouraging. It's frustrating. Please don't do it. Please, please, please don't do it. (laughs) Take the time. Get the clarity you need. Number two, make a daily list of the goals that you want to accomplish that day as it relates to your job search. Make sure you do this in the morning. (laughs) So you have all day to accomplish those goals. Number three is keeping an ongoing list of the sites that are helpful. So some of the websites on my list are LinkedIn, Indeed, WeWorkRemotely.com, FlexJobs.com, right? And that will vary based on your background and the types of roles that you're looking for. But keep an ongoing list because as you've heard just in these this episode and the first one, I am discovering new apps and new websites as I continue to network and talk to people. So you want to keep track of that. Number four, make a list of all the contacts that you want to reach out to. So everyone you know that you want to share like, hey, I'm looking, do you know of anything? And then keep track of who you've reached out to as well. Number five, if it's appropriate, share that you're looking and what you're looking for on LinkedIn. Now, if you currently have a job and you don't want anyone at your work to know you're looking, please don't do this, right? That will let the world know. (laughs) But if you have left your job because it's not a fit and you're taking your time looking for a new opportunity, share what you want on LinkedIn. Number six, make a list of any agencies that you want to reach out to and then also keep track of who you've reached out to, when you reached out to them, what you talked about, etc, etc. Again, recruiting agencies, depending on what your job is, could be helpful, not to everyone. However, recruiting agencies are engaged on all types of searches, so don't discount it. Number seven, making a list at the end of every day on what you accomplished that day. So it's basically like kind of holding yourself accountable. Like, hey, at the end of every day, I'm going to write down what I did for my job search today. Now, if holding yourself accountable is not the best route for you, number eight is perfect. Finding an accountability partner. So this accountability partner is going to know what you're looking for. They're going to know what's important to you, and they're going to know what's on your goals list every day, what you need to do every day. They're going to know what's going to be in alignment, and they're going to agree to help you keep on top of what you need to do. Number nine is setting aside time every day. Maybe it's 10 minutes, maybe it's 30 minutes, maybe it's an hour, whatever it is for you, focused uninterrupted time where you can do what you need to do to progress your job search. Number 10 is implementing a daily activity that's going to keep you positive. As I talked about just a few minutes ago, it can be really discouraging and hard to be continuously job searching, right? Like if you are trying to find your next opportunity and let's say it takes you two months to find a really good fit, sometimes it can feel hard to stay positive. So you need to find a way, whatever way works for you to remind yourself of that thing to keep positive every single day. All right. I hope you found this podcast interesting, helpful. We covered a lot. So (laughs) if you have any questions, definitely let me know. As always, thank you so very much for taking the time to be here and listen to the show. I really do appreciate it. You can find the show notes over at stephdennis13.com. And if you want to learn how we can work together, head over to listentocareertalk.com for more information. As of now, you are going to find resume review services, which have been a there for a hot minute. And then also as per popular demand, (laughs) 
career coaching. So check it out, get in while I still have open slots for the introductory pricing. If you want to help support the show financially, you can do a donation via PayPal or Anchor. The PayPal link is below. And also on that Anchor app, you can leave me a voice message if you are so inclined, which is pretty cool. And if you are enjoying the show, please take a moment, leave a rating and or review. I truly love reading them and it it really does help. You can find me over on the socials, Facebook and Instagram, mostly. That's StephDennis13. You can find specific pages to the podcast on Facebook, Career Talk Podcast, Instagram at Career Talk Podcast. Uh, Also, there's a LinkedIn page for the show now. We're basically everywhere. (laughs) No, not everywhere, but you know. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so freaking amazing and so awesome. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.